Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast, streaming live on Twitch. So hello to all the, the Twitch followers right now. You're getting this podcast weeks before anyone else does. So if you guys want to ever get this these episodes before anyone, head over to twitch.tv slash 100 underscore series. That way you can see these streamed live as we're we're recording them something new that we're doing here on the podcast so we're definitely happy to have you guys on twitch with us that being said i'm super excited to bring back a good friend of mine a local entrepreneur uh running her own amazing brand raising awareness about an issue that is touching a lot of us here at home especially here in 2020 and that is mental health awareness with the Great Matters Collective, Haley Degree. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's so awesome. I love I love everything that you do, and it's awesome that you love what I do too. So good stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know that you know as a as a creative, as a a, a brand owner, that mm-hmm. I love being able to support other people in in their missions as well, because that's how we all grow is by helping each other out and by supporting each other. So I'm, I'm always happy to help. Thank you. Yeah. It, it means the world to me. So thanks. Thanks so much. No problem. No problem at all. But yeah, the last time we, we spoke was probably about five or six months ago. It was like, like right yeah. in the early stages of the pandemic and everything. And things were still uh, closed down at the time. Lots mm-hmm. changed. Uh, in six months, obviously, like what have been like some of the things that you've seen happen, you know, throughout the year? Man, I mean, I guess on a personal level, I feel like I've seen a lot of growth within my own life, not only just professionally. um, And even with the gray matters, I feel like my mental health has really gotten better because when the pandemic first started, I was struggling myself. And I think, you know, with COVID-19, I even hate saying that word, like I hate the word COVID right now because I feel like it's everywhere. But, you know, when it first started, I, I was trying to support other people, um, but also having a hard time supporting myself as well. So I really had to learn to take a step back and really focus on my own self-care and my own mental health journey. Um, Cause I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to be someone that, you know, is out here trying to get other people to care about their mental health when I don't care about my own. So I'm really, that's something that's been very personal for me and my own development, my own growth is learning to take care of my own brain health, my own mental health. So that's, that's been something that's been big for me. And I've made a lot of really awesome progress the past, what, six, seven months since the last time we talked. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's been a lot that has happened within the mental health. I don't want to call it an industry, but I guess just the movement in general, the awareness movement there's been some really great things happening, but then there's also been some really bad things happening. I think when everything happened with George Floyd, the racial tensions that were really starting to rise in America, we were seeing a lot of black Americans struggling with depression and anxiety and just the different things that were going on, the things that were in the news. It was um, really devastating to see a lot of my black friends struggle like this. And I was trying to support them um, but it's hard, you know, as, as a white woman in America, it's hard to understand that perspective. And so I was just trying to listen and to learn and be there for my friends. Um, so that was a really difficult time. And then, you know, of course, through COVID-19, it's been difficult for people. 
um, you know, and also at the same, the same time as well, uh, you know, just every college students trying to go back to school and trying to learn or high school students, it's, the world is in such a weird place. And so I want people who are watching to know that it's okay not to be okay right now, because this is completely unprecedented. No one has ever dealt with this before. And we just have to learn to lean on each other. So there's been a lot that has happened um, with the gray matters, with the mental health, just in the state of our country, even. And in my own life, it's really kind of crazy to look back and try to connect some of the dots. But I think most importantly, I've just learned that, you know, it's okay not to be okay. Like we're all going to get through this together. That's the only way we're stronger together. So um, that's, yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of been my, my thing yeah. right now. Togetherness, collectivism. Right. I would have to agree with you on that. I think at, when everything started, there was so much uncertainty in the air and that feeling of uncertainty, it's unsettling for a, a lot of us, not knowing what's going to happen next or, you know, not feeling secure in our everyday lives because we 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 are all in this position before before everything happened that you know we we knew what was going to happen basically day to day to day and then this gets thrown at us and now everything is just tossed out the window and it's tough you know I I'll be honest every you know it's been a it's been a tough year immensely for myself but I at the same time I. I realize that I'm not I'm I'm in this with everyone and we're not we're not alone we're all going through this for the first time together you know Mhm Yeah I think that's that's something that has brought me a lot of peace and security as well but you know do you even feel like being on social media and being so informed all the time has been kind of harmful to your mental health too cuz I I've been feeling that way um that, you know, just being plugged in all the time, I think it can be helpful, but at the same time, especially with like elections going on, I almost just want to like throw my phone in the river and <laughs> never look right. back. I mean, do you feel that, do you feel the same way on that? So, I mean, yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely have cut down like the time that I spend on social media. Like I, I usually only go on there if I'm, if I'm putting something that I've created out there for people. And then mm -hmm. after that, I usually, you know, I turned off my my notifications on Facebook now, so I don't even really see it. And like, I just go off and I just do my own thing. And you know, I'll pop on, you know, every now and again just to see what's up. And but I I I am very careful with how much time that I spend on there because I I do know that. Oh, and actually, this is actually kind of what we touched on on the last podcast that we did uh, mm -hmm. on Friday with Josh Graves, Glenn, and Bert is. As a creative, I don't use my social media as like my own personal diary. That's yeah. not how I use it because I don't want like all these people who are on my friends list who aren't really my friends knowing all these things about me and having these preconceived notions about who I may be or what my own personal life might be like or what my own state of mind might be like. So I only post things regarding to my brand and that's it. And like on my own, per even on my own personal page, I just reshare my own stuff or I'm putting out, you know, something motivational for people to, to absorb. I want to put good out there if I'm going to be on social media. So I don't do a whole lot outside of that. Um, as far as Facebook goes, because Facebook is just constant stream with just 
information. And there are just so many things mm-hmm. out there that are constantly fighting for your attention. They're fighting for your mind. And you have to be constantly conscious of what you're allowing to go, you know, into your mind at all times, yes. into your ears, into your eyes. It's it's all going to affect you one way or another. And you yeah. the, the the cool thing about social media is that you can opt in and you can opt out as well. Yeah. Like you don't have to feel like you have to be be plugged in all the time. That information is going to be there. It's the internet after all. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. You can come back to it whenever you want to. You don't have to know. And it's okay to, you know, to just, you know, put the phone down or turn off the the notifications and then, you know, I don't know, read a book or pop yeah. on a, a Netflix show or something. It's okay to to be by yourself, you know. Yes, you are speaking so much truth right now. It's I feel like there's this pressure and I almost am feeling it now more than ever with the pandemic to be constantly putting out content on social media. Like I feel like I'm trying to keep up with everyone. And, you know, like you said, even as a creative, it, it it can be difficult to do that, especially when, you know, you have to take care of yourself as well. So I love that you turned off your notifications on Facebook because I found through Twitter and Facebook both, I see like a lot of, uh, you know, negative news or things that, like you said, be careful what you're putting into your brain, things that are triggering to me in my own mental health journey. So it's a fine line between putting out positive things into the world, but also um, not triggering your own mental health um, in a negative way or, you know, it's, it's just difficult, but I think it's creative. It's always that fine line um, of, of trying to do good, but also making sure that you're okay as well. It's, it's so interesting. I don't know if you've seen the social dilemma on Netflix at all. I've heard about I've heard about it, and I'm 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 aware of this concept of doom scrolling, mm-hmm. of constantly yeah. just looking for like the negative things, which to me just sounds like a terrible idea to begin with. And and like I said before, it's like it's a rabbit hole. You know, it's like you see one thing, and it's like you 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 want to you want to figure out more about about what's what's going on, and there has to be there has to be a point where you have to just say enough is enough mm-hmm. because yeah. because in and this is the one thing that I always I always say when I'm I used to before I had my own podcast I would go on to other people's podcasts and I would share about what I'm doing with the 100 series and how I got started and and why I do this and a lot of people always ask me it's like how are you so positive all the time when there's so much you know crap going out there in the world and here this is why I always tell them there is probably more good going on in the world than there is negative. You just don't hear about it. Yeah. You only hear about yeah. the negative stuff. It's because it's like, it's like, uh, this is concept in science called entropy. Order leads to disorder. It's like, we don't really acknowledge good things because we subconsciously expect good things to happen. So mm-hmm. when good things don't happen, those things get our attention and you know, they're easier to talk about. Yeah. Right. So what I've always been trying to do is to remind people that don't don't get fooled by all these things happening, because I'm sure there are plenty of good people out there doing great things like yourself, like a T.C. Boyd, like a, a Victoria Varen, who have incredible backstories, incredible motivations for 
why they do the things that they do. And we need to take the time to find those stories, find the good, because yeah. it's out there. You just have to be, be wise enough to, to know that's out there and to go find it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, you have so much wisdom. I just, I love listening to you talk, but, and there's even this other side of it. Um, some of the feedback that I've received through the gray matters, just on my personal stuff is a lot of people will say to me, you know, Haley, when you do the gray matters or you speak publicly, like you don't really talk about your personal experience because that first year that I really launched the campaign, I wasn't, being super transparent about my own mental health because I didn't want to make it seem like I was doing this for myself because it, it, the gray matters is a part of me, but I want to help people and I want other people to feel part of it. I want, you know, people to feel like they're not alone in this space. And so I've always struggled with being able to speak openly myself. And so I've heard a lot of people tell me that they want to hear more about it. So recently I've tried to do um, you know, more of that through like different podcasts and stuff. But I even, you know, it, it's difficult to even share yourself in a vulnerable way on social media because you don't know what the response is going to be. So it's so much easier to just put out all the positive and the good stuff. But I feel like sometimes when you share the hard things that you're going through so open and honestly, people, you don't know how they're going to respond, you know? So it's social media, I think, can be a very uplifting and great space, but it can also be this um, oftentimes scary place to openly be yourself. And that's where I think so many people do struggle is the difference between what is social media and what is reality. And like you said, I think there are a lot of really good things that do happen in our world, but we just aren't hearing about it because people want to put out the negative and want to, you know, we're, we're attracted to gossip for some reason. So it's, it's always, you know, oh, this person put this out there, so we need to, you know, hop on the band bandwagon there. And, you know, I, I look at those things and it just makes me want to unfriend people because I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, we should be putting out more. Why are you not sharing good things? All I see is you're sharing bad and negative things. Why are we, um, you know, th like there's just things that I think we could do better at, on as a society. So I, I completely agree with you. I think there's more good happening, but um, it's just the reality of it. Exactly. And like, and like, again, with social media, it's like social media just made information just more readily available. Like mm -hmm. the things that are happening in the world now, they've been happening long before social media existed. You just never knew about it because yeah, there wasn't yeah. ever a vehicle to, to get that information out there. So I think mm -hmm. that's also another thing that people that know is overwhelming for people at the same time is that they're seeing all these things. And you have to remember that that Facebook is only what fifteen years, fifteen sixteen years old. Like yeah. I, I I remember like I was in college when Facebook started when it was the Facebook. Uh, that's that's yeah. You know, if, if you want an idea of how old I am, I was I was on Facebook when it was still the Facebook when there was still the poking and it was still only for college students. Yeah. And so yeah, fifteen years. So. Think about that. I mean, sure that a lot of a lot of the the generation coming up right now, the 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 Gen Zers, I I say the Gen Yers, but I'm a Gen Yer, and we're kind of getting up there in age right now. So I'll say that the the Gen Zers right now is just know that 
things have things have been happening for you know a long time, long before your time, and mm-hmm. things are gonna always be happening. But just remember that you gotta be able to find find those things out there, those good things, yeah. and latch onto those. You know, latch onto those things, and once you start latching onto those things, you'll change your own mindset as well. I I always said that from a mentor of mine is that the more you surround yourself with winners, the more you begin, you can win, the the more you begin, you you believe you can win too. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of how social media is. It's association. You're the, you're the average of the five people you're around the most. So, so you have to think about that. That goes as far as mindset that goes as far as finances that goes as far as attitude. Yeah. So that's another thing you have to watch out for when you're scrolling, you know, through your, through your feed and you're, you're friendless. And I say friends in quotes because how many of the hundred or thousand or so people are actually our real friends, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to be careful about who you're allowing to put stuff in front of your face. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it comes back to trust. You know, I want, I want more people in my corner than in my circle, you know, like I, you're so right. You're the average people, the five people you surround yourself with the most. And I constantly am thinking about that. I'm thinking about, are the people around me striving for more? Are they constantly challenging themselves, challenging me, holding me accountable, having those hard conversations? And yeah, I I think I do have those people around me. Finally, it feels like, so you're right. You got to be careful with who you follow, what, you know, filter your feed. That's what I, that's what I've been doing is I, I started unfollowing people. If they were posting things that just were making me upset. I'm like, why am I following this person? If what they're posting is actually damaging my mental health or it's, it's making me upset. There's no reason to really do that. So yeah, I think you're, you're so right there. Um, so it's, it's difficult. And especially with, you know, a topic like mental health or suicide prevention, what I do with the gray matters, it's often difficult because you want to put out content that is engaging and is going to make people think, but you also have to be mindful of, you know, I don't want to put out too much negativity, uh, too many statistics that are going to overwhelm people and make people feel anxious about this problem. I want to do it in a way of, you know, Hey, this is the issue and let's all be part of the solution. And this is how we do that. So it's always tr- tricky to try to find the balance between, you know, education and awareness and then action. Like, where do we go next? Um, but I think social media is a great tool for that education piece. Absolutely. It's just, it's just something that we have to keep, you know, all, like you said, a lot of these things have been happening for a while and uh, they're just now finally being brought to light. And there's a lot of education going on, which is awesome. Uh, but we just got to be mindful about, you know, even like the fake news piece of, you know, fake statistics or fake things going on that are so easy to be believed because anyone could be a yeah. content creator now, right? Anyone can put stuff out there. and Yeah. Know. That's another thing you got to be careful about too, is that some people will like to spin certain things to better fit their agenda or yeah. their narrative as well. So you just have to understand that. And it's an unfortunate thing too, because now you have to be more careful about, where, where your information is coming from. There are reliable sources out there. So always fact check, always, you know, don't just take what someone says as truth, even though it might seem like truth, you know, go out there and go to like, to the, the reputable sources, you know, whether it's 
you know, the, the local, local news. Um, I know that you know, there have been some, you know, criticisms about the media recently about, you know, what's up, you know, what, what side of what agenda they're on, but local news is always, you know, we're, cause I, I work in local news. So, you know, we're always yeah. just out there, you know, to get the best information out there for people. And we're always, we want the community to have the right information. So yeah. always, always make sure that you're, you know, fact checking what a person says on a post, even like if they post a link, like sometimes I'm, I look at those links, I'm like, um, okay. Like I've never heard of this, this place before. And it's like, I always try to look for like, you know, any, any of the, the, the big, the big three, you know, news outlets, as far mm-hmm. as TV goes or paper outlets and yeah. trying to see what they have to say. And if they're saying, you know, something similar to what, to what, you know, Joe, Joe cool over here is, is posting, then, you know, maybe I'll take, I'll, I'll take it seriously. But, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, you guys take things with a, with a grain of salt. You just can't, you know, believe whatever and all all of a sudden think that the sky is falling you know yeah no you're you're so right there's one person on that i have on facebook that is constantly posting like super super negative news articles and i i go to these they're almost like fear-mongering articles that's really crazy but i often will actually go to the news site that they posted the link from and it's not even like a reputable news source you know so it's you're right. You got to be careful with who, you know, like what news outlets you're even looking at and also being mindful of like the agenda that that news outlet might have. And I, I agree with you. I think our specific local news does a really good job of like keeping the bias out and really just like reporting the facts, really laying the groundwork there. I think they do a really good job of that. So um, yeah, I always recommend to people to, to really make sure you're looking at credible sources because you don't want to put fear in people for an issue that might not even be real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, uh, on Twitter, a few, it was probably like a few months ago, someone put out that it, it said something like there were more suicides in August of 2020 than COVID deaths. And there was no, like they put this tweet out there and there was no um, like source to back it up. And it got like thousands of retweets and people were sending me this tweet and they were like, is this true? And I was like, I mean, there's no way to actually know if that's true or not because most of the data from 2018 is just now being reported on how many deaths by suicide there were in 2018. Like we don't even have the 2019 data yet. So there's no way to even know about 2020 like all that stuff is taken very seriously by the american foundation for suicide prevention so they can't get the actual accurate numbers of deaths by suicide in america until a few years after so 2019 like i said hasn't even those numbers haven't even come out yet so it's impossible for us to know how many people died by suicide in august of this year in relation to the deaths of covid but it just seemed like they were trying to almost it, it kind of seemed like more of a fear-mongering post. Um, so I actually messaged the person and I just said, you know, hey, uh, you know, I do a lot of work in suicide prevention and I'm not really, you know, do you have like a source that backs this up? And they basically replied and they were like, no, I saw it on Facebook and I posted it and it just went viral. So I'm like, you know, you gotta be careful with that stuff because there's probably mm-hmm. people out here who are thinking like, you know, it's, 
in a way it helps suicide awareness because it's showing that like there is an issue but it's also not a true fact so you know it's it's not credible so at the same time it's like you got to be careful with that stuff too so interesting yeah. things can just go viral and people believe it too yeah yeah and unfortunately like i wish that we could just take you know what what people say as truth but again like there's just so there's so many companies out here there's so many people out here that have their own agendas unfortunately and they'll they'll use that to their advantage to to get you on their side yeah so so you got to be got to be very careful you got to be so careful about 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 who you're you're choosing to to believe in and you know it's like i said it's unfortunate it's unfortunate that we have to do that but for the sake of like i said for our own mental health is something that we have to to take into account for yeah absolutely and you know i always advise people as well as if you struggle with a mental illness you know i i spoke about this earlier but bringing it kind of back you know just to make sure that you're being careful about what might trigger you you know because i've known people who have gone through intense breakups or have lost family members or things like that and have gone into deep depressions and then they get on social media and they're seeing, you know, posts about their family member or they're seeing posts about the person that they just went through the breakup with and it really sends them into like a spiral or they start to have suicidal thoughts because of this stuff and it's it's a trigger. So I always, you know, advise other people and I work on it myself is to really um, be mindful of where you're at with your mental health in that moment and think to yourself, you know, is it going to be healthy for me to be monitoring social media right now like I normally do? Because there might be something that'll come up that might really trigger my mental well-being and I'm just not in a place for that. So it's it's always important to filter, um, but also take a step back, like take a break. You don't always need to be on social media, you know, it's right. the world will the world will continue. You won't miss anything. You know, it's always that fear of missing out. I think so many people have FOMO and we always feel like there's, you know, if we're not on social media, we're going to miss something. And it's like, no, like you probably won't miss anything. I'm sure you won't. And if it's something big enough, you'll hear about it anyways. So yeah. Right. And I would say try to find someone out there that you can rely on or Mm -hmm. who you can trust to Hang on, I think I'm getting a phone call. Oh, no worries. All right. But yeah, like I was saying, I would say try to find someone out there who you can trust or who you can rely on to yeah. to go to if you need help. I think that would be way more effective than just going on Facebook and making a you know a, a sad post about what's going on because I think mm-hmm. some people will see that and like I see it all the time. I see posts like that and like people will ask like hey what's going on but never get like a a response from the person or whatever maybe they they you know message message them personally I don't know but I always feel like I see that a lot Mm -hmm. on on social media and I feel that if you have someone who you can actually talk to about whatever it is that's going on in your life that I think that'll be way more helpful than putting it on Facebook for for a lot of people who may or may not, you know, be interested, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it's always good to have awareness posts, you know, like if you're sharing about 
uh, your journey with mental health, you know, cause I, I've been guilty of this where I've posted about something that I've been through. And then a few months later, I'll struggle with that issue again. And I'm like, Oh crap. Why did I make a post about that? Because now I'm struggling with it again. You know, it's like, I was just talking to, um, Kevin Atwood last night, you know, I do foster his voice suicide awareness with him. And, you know, we were talking about how when people will post like about, you know, sobriety or different things and like, there's a set number that you have. It's like, okay, I've been 50 days sober or whatever. If you relapse, like how hard that would be to talk about that openly or, or, you know, like if you post about it so much and then you relapse and you're kind of like, you probably feel a lot of guilt and a lot of shame for that. And then it sends you, you into a downward spiral all over again. So we were just talking about that last night, like how mental health awareness posts can be so helpful, but there's also the other side of it of the person who posts it, not necessarily harmful for anyone else, but the person who posts it, if you make a post about doing really well, and then the next week you realize you're really not. And then you feel like a hypocrite and you feel guilty because I've been in that place where I feel guilty about it. And then it sends me into an even darker place. So you just got to be careful with this stuff. It's, it's always, you know, you got to think about what you're posting and how it, it's not only just going to affect other people, but you too. So I always try to think about that. That's very true. That's very true. Um, and like I said, and you know, I know I, I know I kind of kind of touch on it like constantly, 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 but just be just be very aware of what you're putting out there because not just like you said for your 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 own sake but Mm -hmm. for everyone else's sake out there too because no matter what we're all making an influence on each other whether it's positive or negative so whatever you're putting out there can also affect someone else someone else that's on on your own page so that's something also that you also should be aware of yeah definitely Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's always hard to, to know how things are going to impact people. So I just, you know, I always say, you know, your social media is your space to use your voice. That's what I always say. Mm -hmm. So just be careful about how you use it. You know, like you have the freedom to post whatever you want. Um, You know, I'm not someone that's going to go out there and like, you know, post all these things that might be really damaging to people just because I just, that's not me. You know, some people do that stuff or, you know, they make fake anonymous pages to bully people. And it's like, why, why do we do this? You know, why do we do this as human beings? Let's, let's all come together and, and just be one, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's hard to, to say that it's so much easier said than done, but I just wish that we could all really come together and recognize that we are all human beings and we all have worth and dignity and, we just need to have a little bit more compassion and understanding, especially now we're all going through a pandemic. And I mean, it is what it is. We just, we have to heal together. So I don't know. That's something I'm trying to do with the gray matters is, is bring people together, but mm-hmm. you can't force people to care about mental health or suicide, unfortunately. So it's yeah. just, you can't force people to care about what you're putting out there, but you can at least try to make an impact to one person. And that to me is all I care about. If I can just reach one more person, I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, I think you're, you're reaching way more than just one person with what you're doing, which I think is incredible. Thanks. I think that um, like um, my friend Cassidy, who she lives down in Missouri right now. I think I, yeah. I introduced you guys. 
So, yeah. and like, she's always been a, an advocate for, for mental health awareness. So I thought it was really cool to, you know, if I could get you two guys to link up and, and get something done together, I think that would be really cool. And I saw the post you guys did last week. Yeah. yeah I, I appreciate you making that connection. It, she's great. I really enjoyed reading her story and, and getting to post it on the gray matters. Um, that's, that's something that I personally has even helped me has been the okay not to be okay campaign that we've done with the gray matters reading so many people's journeys and stories about their experience with mental health and you know a lot of them even said you know i'm not ready to post about my own story but i just want to send some encouragement out there and to me that's so brave you know to to be struggling and to still try to lift up some other people while you're at it like that that to me is is really incredible and brave and everyone who shared their truth and their story i mean i read yours yours was awesome i mean everyone's was just blew me away so i always say it it's really not me like the gray matters is not me or kevin donovan or kayla or sage or mackenzie the other people that we have involved it's all of us it's everyone who follows the page follows the movement and same with the 100 series like you know it's not just you doing all this it's it's all of us like we're all part of this movement that you created which is a beautiful thing um so you know like the green matters wouldn't be in, in existence if it wasn't for everyone who uplifted it and it's really just about like i said reaching one more person and if we can do that through social media we're, we're gonna try in the best that we can and hopefully do some good you know the last thing i think you or i want to do is is be you know harmful you know put something out there that's harmful to someone so it's always hard you just got to think about it and really take a step back yeah and like we're all we're all trying to empower people to be yeah. you know the best that they can be I, th I think that's the most important part is that I, I personally, just from my own, my own story and my own life and how I was changed through just the power of self-help and, you know, the growth that I've seen over the last, you know, 10 or so years. And I figured if this was good enough to help me, then I know it's good enough to help someone else out. So since then, I've just been you know, duplicating my own and my own way and my own style to try to reach people through mm. and through through these stories through letting people have an opportunity to just share a little bit of their life because i think that's what a lot of us want to do is just to just to know that we're being heard and that we're being seen yeah not not, not a celebrity not some athlete playing at the highest level not a politician they want to see Haley to grieve they want to see someone like Haley to grieve they want to see someone like a TC Boyd, someone like a Shane Allen, someone like a Christopher Cuning, like a Wes Julian, like a young scrimmage. They want to see you know people that are living in their community, living with them, going through things, but still choose to succeed. Yeah. And I think being able to show that and say, well, hey, if so and so who's who kind of has a similar background to me can do it then so can i and yeah. that's and that's that that's the 100 series right there that's that's why i do this that and that's incredible and i you deserve 
all the accolades for everything that you've done. I think it's it's pretty amazing because I've heard I heard about the 100 series even before I got involved and I just always have heard amazing things. So keep doing what you're doing because, you know, like like you said, it's it's tough work. And you're right, though. I think everyone wants to see the everyday people out here making a difference because that I think that's where the most impact really is made is made is I, I think about mental health awareness and suicide prevention you know everyone always thinks it's up to the government officials or it's up to the mental health professionals to make the most change and it's like no we need people like you and me we need people that are just everyday quote-unquote normal people you know who I think are extraordinary but they might consider themselves to be normal we need those people to be the boots on the ground, to be the people to say, hey, mental health is important and suicide is a problem in America and we need to be talking about this more. Because like I said, that that's to me is where the most impact is going to be made and, and really putting that pressure on the people at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, we're going to be the ones to do that. That's, that's how decisions get made. That's how change right. is made. So it's, it's so important to come together over that and to all be passionate about something just be passionate about something you know find what it is find what be the person that you needed when you were younger and I feel like I've tried to do that for myself and I know that you've tried to do that for yourself too you know it's find what you struggled with and do something about it absolutely I love that I love that you know be the person say that again be the person who you, you needed, who needed when you were when younger. I like that a lot. I really yeah. like that. That's, that's really good stuff. That's been a goal of mine for very, like that was the background of my phone for like years at one point. Cause I, I was just like, you know, I needed a me, like I needed someone like me when I was like the me now, you know? And so, yeah, I think it's so important. It's that inner child. You really got to think yeah. about that. And that's another thing that I always keep in mind is like, I always think about like what would like myself at ten years ten years old think of myself now. Oh my and, gosh, me too. And I and I always want to make sure that I'm I'm making ten year old Juwan happy every single day. Yeah, yeah, because we all we all deep down still have that ten year old us in us, right? Like we always have that spirit. So that's so funny that you say that because I do that too. I I think about you know would I be proud of where I am now? You know, and if not, like maybe there's some changes that need to be made or maybe your ideals have changed. I don't know. But I always am thinking about that. I'm like, you know, with the 13 year old me that was struggling, would I be proud of where I am now? And personally, I think I would, hopefully. (laughs) I think I would, though. So, yeah, it's just all about growth. Good stuff. Good stuff. So. What's next? What's coming up in the future for you for The Gray Matters? So a lot of big things happening with The Gray Matters. Um, You know, we just started the Instagram in June of this past year, and we just reached 600 followers, which is awesome. So we're growing at like a pretty decent rate on Instagram. Uh, Facebook, we're almost at like 2000 likes, which is really awesome. So thank you, everyone watching who supports The Gray Matters. It means the world to me. I know so many others who struggle and just seeing the support, it's incredible. But, you know, moving forward with the collective, what we really are focusing on right now is building a website, which is going to be coming soon and is going to have a lot of awesome resources on it. 
I'm going to have some blog posts. We're going to have more podcasts. Um, we're really just going to be trying to provide better resources and help for people. But at the same time, we really want to try to build those connections personally as well. So um, really wanting to get more stories out there for the Grey Matters um, and also trying to make sustainable change. So something that I personally have been working on is meeting with Representative Mike Halpin and trying to push some legislation for different mental health bills that haven't been passed yet, trying to get some support from, you know, the Illinois House of Representatives and trying to push some of those laws through. So there's some things happening there. Um, and then also there was one more thing I was going to say, and I can't remember what it was. Um, website, meeting with Representative Halpin. Um, and we're just going to be trying to put out better content, I guess. Really trying to reach people in a different way. Um, oh, I know what it was. So recently, the suicide prevention hotline number, the bill that was being pushed finally got passed and was signed by President Trump a few weeks ago. And so the national suicide hotline will be changing to 988. But right now it is not changed yet. I think they said it'll be July of 2021 before that shift will happen. So we're trying to encourage people, inform people better about things like that to get them more involved and actively engaged. But also know that, you know, hey, the suicide hotline is still the same. It's not going to change until we receive word official communication from the National Suicide Hotline organization. But um, yeah, so that's kind of another thing is just educating people, trying to get them more informed on the things that are happening on a national level and in their local communities too. So we're always looking for people to share their story or, or share whatever they want through the Gray Matters. All you got to do is message us and just say, hey, I really would like to have something like this posted or, you know, provide better representation there. So if anyone watching has any ideas, let us know. We're always looking to grow. Nice. Uh, now I want to switch over to uh, the, uh, the fun part. Well, I mean, it's all fun, Yay. but the cool part, which is the crow's nest, where Yay. I have, I have a, a whole bag full of random questions here, fun questions. I don't Yay. even remember. I don't even remember what I wrote on these. So this is going to be fun. So I'm going to pick out Yay. a couple of these and I'm going to ask you them, okay? Okay, that sounds really fun. Oh, I cool. love this. Cool. This All is right. cool. Let's see here. Let's see what this one says. Oh, if you could pick a theme song for your life, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man. Oh, that's hard. Um, I think a theme song for my life. You know, this is like kind of cliche because I feel like this song was almost overplayed so much, but I really, really like the song Roar by Katy Perry. I don't know okay. why. And I feel like that would be the theme song of my life because I've always been someone that like, I felt I was often very quiet on my views or I was always scared to speak up, very scared of conflict. And now I'm finally feel like I found my voice, not only just in the mental health realm, but just in who I am and being so secure in who I am. And so now I'm like, I'm ready for people to hear me roar. Like I want to like get my voice out there and like not have anyone be able to bring me down. So I feel like maybe that would be, that would be my theme song. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. I love it. Right. Oh, she's great. Yeah. 
Let's get another one here. What is something no one else knows about you? Oh, um, I guess a lot of people don't know that I like to sing. That's a hobby of mine. I'm not like amazing, but I'm like decent, I guess. And then another thing I guess that people might not know is I'm double jointed. So I can do all kinds of like weird things with my arms and oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Also, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that people might not know that might be interesting. Um, I can name 29 colors in under six seconds. It's like Do a it. You want me to? Yeah. yeah. You have to time me, though. Like, literally, you have to time me. I think I'll be right under right, hang on. six. Just tell Let me, me get, one. Let me get the stopwatch right here. Okay, I can... All right, and go. Red, yellow, green, brown, scarlet, black, ochre, peach, ruby, all violet, violet, lilac, gold, chocolate, mauve, cream, cream, silver, rose, ash, lime, rust, gray, purple, white, pink, and orange, blue. All right. I had, well, and there also, I think there's a, a slight delay in our yeah. in our call here. So I have it at, at seven. Oh, I was close. I was but, close. But there's also the delay as well. So that. You know, it could also, it could, it could be a lot shorter. I'm too. so close. I'm usually right, like, at, like, 6.30, so I'm going to have to work on it. I, I slipped up a little bit. But, yeah, 29 colors because I used to be, I guess this is another thing, I used to be in theater. Like, I loved theater, and I kind of gave it up. Really? Yeah, I, I gave it up in high school for sports, which I kind of wish I would have stuck with it. But I was in a play at Circa 21 mm -hmm. when I was in fifth grade called Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And there was a song where we had to memorize all those colors. And okay. I remember when I was going through the, the practice plays, um, they were like, you're never going to forget these colors. Like these colors will stick with you for the rest of your life. And for some reason that always stuck with me, those colors. So now I, I usually say I'm super fast and I use it as like a weird fun fact. Cause I'm like, who else can do that? Name 29 colors in six to seven seconds. So yeah. Those are, I guess, some fun facts. Cool. And if you said that you were in, you were in theater, well, as you know, there's there's the entertainment side of the 100 series as well. So I'm always oh, looking. Yeah, look, I'm right. always looking for actors for some of my other projects. Hey, well, if you need someone, I mean, I'm not amazing. I stopped when I was, I think, in like sixth or seventh grade. So it's been a long time, but I can I can try. I was Dorothy <laughs> in the Wizard of Oz ones. Okay. So I have some experience. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I'm sure you'll be great. A lot a lot of the things I do are super simple. I try to I, I try to keep them easy for for cuz a lot of the talent I use here is all local and yeah. from varying skill levels. So whatever it is, it won't be too too hard. Yeah. I mean, you do you do such a great job with all that stuff. Like I love the pictures that you took um Kind of like the horror pictures that you took with Mike and a few, I don't know, some of the other people's names that were involved. Yeah. That cool. Those were good. Yeah, Slashland. We're actually already, yeah. we're, we're already planning part three for next year. Wow, so, so that's we amazing. Got, so we have another one coming that we're, we're working on. We're actually going to be taking our, our time with this. So we're starting now. Yeah. And it won't come out until this time next year, but we're getting everything ready to go so that 
because we're we're trying to take it to the next level for the next for the next part. That's amazing. Yeah, they they turned out so so awesome. Thank so you. Good. Thank you. Very talented. All right, I got one more here. Okay, awesome. <laughs> do you like to hang out with your parents? I do. I do. I I so I actually live at home and it's just funny because we have this running joke that it's like a hotel here because mm -hmm. <laughs> when I was living on campus, like I, I had no food there. I like, it was, I just was such a bad, um, like I was just so bad at living on my own. And so now that I live at home, like they like cook dinner for me and do all this fun stuff. But, um, all my friends are like, man, like you live at home. Do you like it? And I'm like, I actually love it. I love the company and I love bothering them and annoying them. I think that's my favorite part is they'll be sitting on the couch watching TV or something and I'll come upstairs and I'll just be like, Hey guys, can I come join? They're just like, yeah, fine. So it's, it's always good, but I do enjoy it. I have fun with my parents and my grandparents too. My grandparents are really fun. My grandma knows how to Dougie. So what? yeah, my grandma is my grandma. And my grandpa are both pretty fun people. Um, they're 83, 82, 83. Oh, yeah, my wow. grandma's still Dougie. She's still got it. So I, I, don't even like know. I, I don't even know how to Dougie. That's crazy. Yeah, right. I know. I know. She taught me how to do it. I was like, where did you learn this? But yeah, I mean, I have a really good family, so I'm really blessed. Um, I love to spend time with them, you know, because I always think, you know, not everyone has a strong family foundation and I've always been really lucky to have that. So I, I try not to take it for granted. And you now you never know. I always am worried to lose people. So I, I constantly am trying to spend more time with my family. Cause I'm like, you know, time is not guaranteed for anyone, you know? So, so true. yeah, it's important to make sure the people around you feel appreciated and loved. That's what I always say. Good stuff. All right. Do you have any last words that you would like to share with everyone before we wrap things up here? I guess last words that I want to share is it doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, where you're at it matters is where you're going, where you're going. And if you're struggling right now, just hold on, just keep swimming. Um, your situation is not your final destination and you can change your life within a matter of seconds. You have the power to do that. You've survived 100% of everything you've ever been through. Don't give up now. Be strong. You got this. And keep it 100. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Haley, for coming back on here and sharing again. Appreciate you so much. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you for everything. You're the bomb.com. I think the world of you and continue to bring good things in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everyone at home, thank you for checking out another episode of the 100 Series everyday awesome podcast if you're on twitch thanks for hanging out with us we'll be back here again very soon with another amazing person so i wish you all peace prosperity and positivity take care of yourselves and as always keep it 100